and welcome to the Diagnosis Infertility Podcast, where tears, encouragement, and laughter will fill your soul. My name is Andrea, and my medical chart reads infertility, but I prefer to think of myself as an IVF warrior, because even though I now have two little humans in my house, that diagnosis not only has stayed on my medical chart, but continues to drive who I am. And when I was in the thick of it, it controlled who I was. I hated my body. I did not take care of myself. My mindset was totally off and I obsessed about getting pregnant. And maybe you can connect with that too. If so, this podcast is for you. Here, it's all about real talk and giving you validation in that annoyingly real and raw emotion through this journey. As a health and life coach, I not only want to share my journey, but set you up with success as you navigate your own fertility struggles. Buckle up, lady, because here we go. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm excited you're here today. I am picturing you guys maybe driving in a car, driving down the interstate, or maybe you're sitting on a patio with a delicious glass of red wine, or maybe you're even cleaning your house. And I'm really excited for you guys to tune in today because this, I think this is a really important topic. I'm going to talk about and dig in here to letting yourself be vulnerable and really not bottling in that emotion. As I was writing this episode, I realized I didn't really go into too much of who I am. I did share a lot about our story, but as I dream about where I want this podcast to take us, I realize how much I actually didn't share with you, which we'll get into more of that in a little bit. But what I want to start with is digging in deeper to the current avoidances and thoughts as a woman that I am as I previously struggled with infertility. So currently I have nine eggs in the freezer. I had this crazy amount of eggs in my retrieval and kind of a crazy amount of embryos to take. I think some of the people in my life don't realize how rare our success was with the IVF um, process because I, you know, my first round of IVF was successful and so was my second round. Um, Okay, so what is really I'm struggling with right now is like, what am I going to do with these eggs? So like I said, we have nine in the freezer and... For the most part, well, for sure, Mark has been totally good with not having any more kids. And really, I'm at a lot of peace, too, about this. Um, I still struggle a little bit with, for sure, like closing that part of our lives off. But um, yeah, we'll talk more about that later. But right now, the biggest thing is like, what are we going to do with those eggs? You know, we can terminate them. We can use them ourselves or we can give them up for adoption for somebody else. And it's actually something I've started to see a therapist about because I have this really big feeling, this really big gut visceral feeling that it kind of makes me want to puke. But I really feel like we're being called to something a little bit bigger and more with our eggs and our... um, well, I should say with our embryos. And it's a lot to unpack and process because right now the thought of somebody else being parents to my babies is so crazy to me because like 
I want to meet them. But I also, I also know that in our life, I don't know if that's the best plan for us is to have more kids. So anyway, I probably, I'm going to take you along for the ride with this situation because I haven't really unpacked it yet. I'm just starting to unpack it yet. And I'll probably sprinkle this content a little bit into all of those episodes because it's a real, it's a real thing I'm working on right now and unpacking. Um, but also I have a lot of other stuff I want to talk to you about from what I did experience in my journey with fertility. And one of them is that I'm not an overall big share about things. And I want to talk about the impact it had on me and that the impact it could be having on you as you go through your walk. So I was talking with my friends last night and we were talking about back when I was going through IUIs that even though I didn't really, they didn't really know me that well at that point in my life, they could see and understand the struggle that I was going through with fertility. But they also told me, yesterday that they didn't know that I went to the cities for IVF until my podcast came out a couple weeks ago. And they didn't actually really even know like during it that I was doing IVF. And I thought that was interesting, but a total aha moment for me because duh, yeah. One, I had become really hard by then and I really didn't let a lot of people in. And I really didn't let myself go there or be vulnerable with like anything. I just had been hurt and let down so much that I just closed everything off. So if you don't let them in, you don't feel, you know? And two, I didn't share it with really anyone, like maybe with a few close friends and maybe closer to the date, but like I was really hard and really closed off at that point in my life. So today we're going to talk about vulnerability. I'm telling you now to wear your seatbelt. If you hate being vulnerable because this one's for you. And I mean, it's even uncomfortable for me to tell you because it's not something I'm perfect at, but it's something I'm definitely working on. All right. I'm going to challenge you guys to entertain the idea of being vulnerable and sharing with the people around you. Sharing with people around you, like what's exactly going on in your brain? And I'm not talking about with like sharing with absolutely everyone or going and blasting this on social media because, you know, I think there's, there's a limit. I don't think everyone needs to know your business. Um, if that's your thing, that's awesome. My husband shares everything with everyone and obviously I'm not the same way, um, But what I'm getting at is I'm talking about sharing with your inner circle, your spouse, your partner, your best friend, your mom. I'm talking about how letting them into how you're feeling really vulnerable because this is a vulnerable journey. Putting yourself out there, let's think about it, putting yourself out there to continue to try to have a baby because you're scared of losing another baby. I mean, this is a monthly vulnerability journey. Maybe you're scared of seeing another pregnancy test. Maybe you're worried that you're not going to be a good mother. Um, but it's just, it's not like you just put yourself out there once. You re-put yourself out there to be vulnerable every cycle. And you have to redo it and revamp yourself up every single time you see a negative pregnancy test. Or maybe you lost your baby and now you're deciding to try to have another baby. It's like you put yourself out there to be vulnerable and then you let your guard down because you had a pregnancy test or maybe you saw the baby's heartbeat or maybe you saw the baby on the Doppler 
And now you don't have those things anymore. And when you let yourself go and be vulnerable, the fall is a lot harder. But what if instead, okay, of learning to bottle up all this emotion and hiding it and pretending we can take on the world and putting on a mask and putting on a front, what if we just let one person in and we build that connection with just one person or maybe two people? Because what I found was I closed off all connections when I was going through the fertility treatment because I was so afraid of getting hurt that I wasn't even fully invested in the connection regarding the relationship with my body. Like the relationship with my decision to conceive a child with my husband. I was I was so disconnected with even the IUI of even going through the different steps of it because I didn't want to be hurt. So I didn't identify as much with what was actually going on. And I kind of wore it all as pride. Like I kept it all in and I wore that as pride. I was proud that behind closed doors I was falling apart. But in front of any, everyone, I was rock solid. There is this quote that I found. Um, it says, I live with a torment in my heart and a smile on my face. And I thought, wow, that was me. If people only knew what I was going through. And like, I was proud of that. I was proud that no one really knew what was underneath. My doctor jokes sometimes with me and she calls me her little internalizer. <laughs> Anyway, so what if one of you hearing this, what if someone's out there and what if instead of learning to build up those walls with everyone, including yourself, because like you experience your experience with miscarriage or infertility or negative pregnancy tests, but what if instead of losing that connection with everyone in yourself, you strengthen that connection with someone and really yourself? What if you allowed yourself to be vulnerable with, let's just start with you, to really sit and grieve and own those emotions? And then what if you allow yourself to be vulnerable with your inner circle? Therefore, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and have the opportunity to love and people love you. And like what I'm talking about is like even loving your body in the process and loving your friends and being able to tell them because this connection or this loss of connection can be so real sometimes. Um, Like right now, I'm sure some of you are having this visceral reaction. Maybe you want to hit pause or thinking like, hell no, I'm not doing that. But hear me out. Think about what might go right for you or how things could change for you if you let your spouse in or your inner circle in or even letting your body feel and and really own what's going on in your heart and bringing that to the surface. What might go right? Okay, so maybe this isn't a successful pregnancy or IUI or whatever's happening, but what if it was? And you felt so connected from day one with your body. And what if it isn't 
there's still other things that could go right for you in feeling this connection. Your people could be right there to pick you up when you fall. You could be developing this wonderful and amazing relationship with your body, even though it's not doing exactly what you want it to do. You could be letting your body feel and grieve and be amazing and beautiful. And you might be thinking, all right, I'm vulnerable every month. I'm putting myself out there to try to conceive. But if you guys are anything like me, you aren't connecting with that part of your body. You might be protecting yourself in a way so you don't get hurt. You might start putting up that wall instead of being vulnerable. Now, I really don't know the right answer to this. I just know my experience and what I'm currently working through. And it's a little bit different when you go through IVF because when I had my embryos transferred, they were in there. And I don't know if they were going to stick, but they were mine. And I was just going to love on them and be the best hostess I could be for them. And I was all in. I was there for it. And, you know, we ended up having a positive pregnancy test with that one. But I'm so grateful I had those two weeks of just being all in and being vulnerable and going for it because the outcome was going to be the outcome. Nothing was going to change. But my mindset and my joy and where I was in a relationship with my body for those two weeks was really setting me up for success regardless. It was setting me up for success with my positive pregnancy test, but also I want to believe that it was setting me up for success with my negative pregnancy test too, if it were to be that, because I was more in tuned and had a better relationship with my body because I was owning what my gut feeling was and I was owning what was happening in my body. What I'm trying to get at though is let yourself be vulnerable. Let people in, let the people around you in because, you know, people always have this stigma of when you can share if you do have a positive pregnancy test. And I always tell people that's just a bunch of baloney, to be honest with you, because, well, we told people very early about the twins and, you know, I'm so glad we did. Granted, we didn't find out that we lost Corbin until week 20. So even if we would have waited till week 12, we still had to tell the whole world that we lost a baby. But I'm so grateful that we had that come alongside us moment. And I'll never forget showing up for work the next day because honestly, I I couldn't be home alone. I don't know why I went into work. My husband was at home. Well, that's, that's why. Is because I couldn't stay home and just think about the baby we lost because I was so devastated. It was so hard to get up the next day. So I go into work. I didn't cluck in. Um, Mark was gone because I don't know why he was gone. I just remember that he got to fly on a private jet for some meeting with some donor somewhere. Um, I just remember he was on a private jet all day and we were like, no, you can't miss that. Like, even though we had this devastating loss, it was really kind of a once in a lifetime thing. And he had been waiting for this and like really excited for this for work. So anyway, he went and I went to work the next day and I, sh- I showed up and I was kind of just putzing and not doing a whole lot. And I just sat there and I'll never forget that Laura came up to me and put a smoothie in front of me. And she said, I know you're not eating. I know you're not taking care of your body. So you need to drink this. You need to nourish the baby because you still have, or you need to nourish your body because you still have a healthy baby inside of you. 
So what I'm talking about is don't build those walls around you. Don't lose those connections because you're too afraid to be vulnerable to the thing you want most. You guys want this so bad. It's the thing you want most in the whole wide world right now. Why can't you connect to it and be vulnerable to it? Then with that, why can't you connect with your inner circle if you are vulnerable? Because I've got to tell you, it's taken a lot of therapy right now to overcome because connection is super hard for me because I'm so terrified of not having that anymore, of losing that in in some capacity. So don't put it out there because I don't want to get hurt because I've been through so much pain in the past. You know, I keep saying, and I did keep saying, I was so sick of growing and I was so sick of learning things. But you know When you don't grow, we don't learn. You stay stagnant. And I don't believe you want to stay stagnant. I believe you want to learn. So try it. Be a little vulnerable. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. I had such a fun outpouring of support. Um, Please keep sharing. Please give me a five-star rating on whatever you're listening to. It really helps me out. So, okay, hopefully we can reach more women. And guys, go be vulnerable. Go tell someone you love how you're actually feeling today. Okay, love you. Bye. Thank you for pressing play today. If you found value in today's episode or feel that someone in your life could use a burst, share this episode on social media. Don't forget to tag me in it so I can give you a shout out. Or send it to your husband, a friend, or even your mom right now. Sometimes we need to share what resonates with us so other people can understand too. And remember... Maybe it's time to stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what can go right. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Until next time.